Oh, oh yeah, Ricardo, Ricardo, nice to see you. Rob, got Ben. Ben is is sort of vertical today. That's progress. <laughs> progress. This is like a this is a very like drawn out in time healing. So when the guy was brought to Jesus on the stretcher and he immediately got up, Ben is just slowly. Yeah. Different levels. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. We got joy. We got joy. That some undisclosed undisclosed Always. We got Sonia. Nice to see you there. All right. Well, what do we? Uh, oh, there's there's the dynamic duo, Linda and Kurt. Very yes. Got very powerful mojo down in. Uh, yeah, you can say hi. Oh, hi. <laughs> Jay Larue, nice to see you, Jay. I think I've had communication so with you before. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Finally, see you. And we got uh, Sky is there. Nice to see you, Sky. Sky has set up the new T-shirt uh, store oh. for Zen Bitch Slap. Lots of different T-shirts. We've got a nice one of uh, of uh, supposedly Hoang Po, but there's no way to verify that. It's a nice picture, and yeah, I recommend you spend some money over there. <laughs> Yay! I'll put a link in the chat. Tony. Yay! The Rolinda. Yes. All right. So. Well, oh, there's Z, there's uh, Mickey, there's Melanie. Let's keep it simple. I like that. Yeah. Melanie, let's keep it simple. Simple leads. <laughs> I like. It. Thanks, sir. Hey, thanks for everyone coming. Once again, uh, I'm gonna mute all. Okay, Paul, and then I'll unmute. All right. Yeah. yeah. Thank My you. name is there, right? Okay, you're unmuted. All right, so again, we're speaking about another topic today. Uh, recovery, recovery may come up, but this is uh, based on an idea or a, a possibility called non-duality. And really the talks are usually about duality. And so by seeing uh, what you're taking is, you know, the assumption of what we are is just that an assumption so if this the assumption gets negated the whole what you are gets as what you're not gets negated so the way you seem to arrive at non-duality because you can't arrive at where you already are but you are you seem to arrive there by seeing duality yeah in, from non-duality instead of looking for non-duality from duality yeah you see duality, the activity of yes and no, high and low, just like in the situations we're in now, there's not just all contracting terrible possibilities. They're very expanding and full of light possibilities. It's always the case here in the manifestation. So non-duality is just a statement and it's in a way, it's up to us to find out really. So. But how we find out is the question 
where we're starting from. And so when you see what you're not, and the seeing is not you see what you're not because you can't see what you're not. You can't, it's not eyes, it's awareness. There's an awareness of the activities that are using, that are being used to imply there's a one. You see the activities and then the old logical conclusion that you're that gets broken and you just see the activities and you see the that that comes from the activities is implied. It's not real. It's, and therefore you don't have to be dependent or defined by it anymore. Yeah. It's just a real, it's a liberation that's already so. Yeah. That's, that's sort of how it uh, is expressed. Just like we had that old statement from uh, yoga is, and it's translated in a lot of different ways. The way I saw it at a yoga studio when I was giving a talk was gone, gone, gone to the other shore on having arrived upon never having never left. Yeah. That's basically the whole thing. So we seem to be on a shore and then we hear a possibility, another shore. And then we feel for, that the, we're just assuming the shore we're on is not the other shore because we want to get out of it. And then we launch upon a, a journey of seeking. And so we travel a spiritual journey and gone, gone, gone to get to the other shore. Now, when we arrive at the other shore, there's a very sudden recognition uh, you arrived at the uh, other shore on having never left. So basically, where you thought you were, that you you needed to leave to get to where you wanted to be, you were always where you wanted to be. Yeah. So the whole, the whole trip, the whole packing for the trip, the whole getting a nice outfit for the trip, the travel agent for the trip, the gate people at the airport for the trip, all of that, in a sense was unnecessary unless it was needed to convince you that it was finally unnecessary, yeah? So it's unnecessary, and yet, in the way we are dreaming ourselves out of here, it may, may have been necessary for us to get that it's unnecessary. So we had to do all this shit to realize we don't have to do any of it, yes? That's fine. I would rather start with the realization, but hey, it doesn't matter where you start or, or stop from. It's just the seeing of it. So gone, gone, gone to the other shore means we started at another shore. That other shore isn't true. When you finally arrive at the other shore where you think the truth is, it breaks the news to you that you had, upon having never left, it broke the news to you, you are the other shore. Yeah, you are the other shore that was there who's traveling to the other other shore. You are that, which you're looking for. Now, if that doesn't work for you or you don't feel a little bit of uh, interest in it or suspicion or, wow, that would be great, then maybe you're barking up the wrong tree. Maybe you need to do what you believe you need to do so that by doing it a lot, you'll come to the same conclusion where I hope most of us are, yeah? which is we're not gonna do ourselves into being. We're not gonna do ourselves into being, yeah? 
That's the premise. That's the invitation. And so what seems to make that so unobvious and so difficult to get is the stubbornness of the other shore, the shore that you think you're on, the stubbornness of what you're not by the claiming of whatever's going on. So even if you have a huge, huge event where everything was as clear and is as clear as clear can be, in time, that event can seemingly be forgotten. Yeah. When what you're not starts to get remembered again, which the mental state is going to do, then that which you are seems to get forgotten. Has it been forgotten? Never. It cannot possibly be so, but it sure seems like it. Yeah. Not because there's any truth in it. It's because of where it's being looked at from. So if what I am gets shifted to what I'm not, yeah, what I am can seem to be unavailable, can seem to be maybe a spiritual hope in a future, probably never going to arrive there. And all of this stuff, all this meaning is given to what we are when we're looking at it from what we're not. Yeah, that's the dilemma. And every time people try to keep fulfilling the, the conditions, the, let's say, the hoops and the, and the bars they have to jump over, that which is setting up the hoops and the bars and the considerations and the qualifications just keeps changing the qualifications. So you basically seemingly get stuck looking for what you are with what you are, but believing you're starting from what you're not. It's just insane. Literally. Yeah. It's insane. So yet when it's in place, it makes total sense because it has such a, a story that you're this, it's very it's not going to be able to have another idea of you while it's entertaining this idea of you. Yeah. So the the other idea of you, I am what I'm looking for, would totally, totally dismiss the relevance of what you're not, obviously, yes? Because what you're not is being used to look for it. So in a way, the non-duality, the recognition of duality, the recognition of what we're attempting to share, disarms that whole drive to use what you are to look for what you are, yeah? And now the attention and interest is not on a conceptual idea of what I am. It's on what I'm not. And in seeing what I'm not, I get a sense of what I am. That's the, that's the correction that was never needed. Once that's in place, I mean, every, you'll just see what happens. Yeah. And in seeing what happens, it will verify, it will reinforce, it will shift the faith into that which is now being seen from, yeah? So now you lose interest and faith in what you're not, and that interest and faith is in what you are. And it, it changes the whole uh, meaning of living to a much lighter form. Instead of having to get so much shit to be okay, you're inherently okay while you're getting shit, yeah? I mean, that's a huge shift. It is, yeah? You, you're not now seeking to produce a condition. You are a condition seeking other fucking shit, yeah? 
yeah, I want to change the physical condition. I get another chair. But now I'm not trying to change. I See, the mental state, emotional state, physical states are volatile. They're changing all the time. Yeah? What state doesn't have that quality? The stateless state, the inherent condition, the beingness. The beingness isn't being, not being, being, not being, being, not being. It's not, oh, it's a lot of being today, and then a little being, and oh, the being went this south, the being went north. No, there just is. And then what happens is taking ourselves to be the emotional, mental, physical states, we try, we search to get a balance, to get those states like lined up, like at retreats. So a retreat sets up a three-week controlled uh, environment, and they're attempting to control conditions. So you eat at the same time, you meditate for 13 hours, you got a little place, you're not talking to anybody except for our teacher, and stuff like that. So those two or three weeks, maybe everything gets lined up. Your brain gets a little less agitated. The body starts unwinding. The emotional state, you're not getting calls from your ex-girlfriend or the IRA, IRS or whatever. So now your emotional state, oh, it's wonderful here. I never want to leave. And then the physical state's taking nice baths every night and stuff. And so now you have it. The Sunday, the last Sunday of the retreat, everything has been lined up. You feel great. Fuck, I feel peace. I feel love. I feel this, and then you've got to leave. And as you're driving away from the retreat center, the shit starts kicking in again. Yeah? Unfortunately, maybe you have to go on the freeway. (laughs) There goes your fucking, your mind starts getting agitated. The first resentment in three weeks arises. Motherfucker! Throwing the finger. Now you're all getting, your body's tense, your head's going. And so what's the, the only solution you can do is, I got to go for a six-week retreat. Yeah, that's basically it. Three weeks ain't enough. I mean, it just got overridden by an hour being out of, out of the controlled environment, not, not seeing the real message in that. You say, I got to do six weeks and then nine weeks and maybe even become a monk, you know? <laughs> Who knows? But all there is, there's never a questioning of what's going on, you just think more is going to do it. All right, a three-month retreat. And now they've realized, oh, a lot of people can't handle retreats, so it's more like a retreat vacation. Yeah, The retreats are held in Costa Rica on the beach, there's kayaking in the afternoon. It's, it's, you're getting massaged. It's like, a, so you get the spiritual cred. Oh, yeah, you're trying to overcome yourself. You're trying to transcend yourself. Let's go. Yeah, so yeah, then you can really enjoy the vacation. (laughs) So now, all right, six weeks. Now the retreats are like brochures. Oh, okay, let's see. What teachers are going to be here? There's a big list, like a music list on Spotify, spiritual Spotify. Let's see, what teachers? Oh, oh, yeah, there's Tantra, there's, okay.
it's the same thing in recovery in a way. Without getting, I have, I know people have such a noble calling and they started a rehab and this and that. And after years and years, they're basically surrendering to let's just have harm reduction. Yeah. We can't seem to get real relief. So let's just say, hey, they're not burning down their parents' house or they're not fucking impregnating every girl and whatever. So that's what we're going to go for. We surrendered, oh, the parasite's going to win, but let's at least cause less harm. Yeah? If you get the exact nature of the wrong, you can expect a more lasting fucking relief. You can. That doesn't demand pumping more into it all day. You can. It's a possibility. Not in, this, not in the mental frame we're, we're, we're looking at from, but outside of that. Behind the camera, behind the camera, there's a peace that passeth all understanding. It's not a peace that constantly needs to be maintained. It doesn't have to be fed all day. It's not demanding like heroic spiritual fucking gymnastics. It's basically has you established in where you never weren't established that you're just awake, just dog shit awakeness, not a superhuman with light coming out of the eyes. Not, you know, a loving gaze that you, you can hold for three days straight. You know what I mean? Just unbelievable, like laser loving gaze. Yeah? No, you'll just travel lighter through this life. Yeah? You'll travel lighter exactly as you are by the realization that you're not. That's, that's it. So now you're awake. We're all awake. But now you're awake to being awake. You, you seem to be awake to being awake where you seem to before to be asleep to being awake. The awakeness wasn't produced by you waking up, yeah? Nor was it unproduced or unavailable by you sleeping. It's just a charade. We're the mirage maker, yeah? So now, all right. It's like dog shit awareness. That's why we use those terms. It's just, hey, Give me a ribbon for recognizing what I am right now. <laughs> I mean, there's no big, no big gold medal. It's just a fact. So now, and then it, over years and years and years, all your little magical thinking drops off and you realize what more did I ever want as Paul? Dreaming as Paul, what more did I ever want? I thought I wanted this and that and this and that. But really, if I had a contentment and a satisfaction and had the un unknown or unsuspected ability to travel lighter through whatever consequences life throws up, yeah, I would probably arrive at shortly or over time, hey, what more did I ever want? This is the message, yeah. I mean, on the worst day of my life, I was seeing, and on the best day of my life, I was seeing. Seeing came before all the worst and best. Hearing came before all the terrible and great. There is, there is no thing that's obviously the base of all of everything. And that no thing isn't a long-lasting, independent, separate body. It's not a mental fucking idea. It's not 
the one who thinks they're the perceiver. Yeah, it's none of that. Yeah, it's what you are is inherently always available at all times, right where you are with no requirement necessary other than the ones we make up. Yeah. And the beautiful thing about those requirements, if you try to live up to them, they'll show you they weren't, they had no power other than yours that you gave them to keep you from what you are. Like they say in Zen, this is the gateless gate. This is the open secret. Yeah. In other words, they're implying it's right underneath our nose. It's sort of like the fish having constantly having to go to meetings that it to hear that it's wet every fucking day. Yeah. Well, it, well the fact is it's been wet its whole freaking life. Yeah. When does when does the message instead of something ent being entertained by the dry fish lead to a realization the wetness yeah the wetness that's inherently before every little fish named paul and jim and mary and tony that inherent wetness that we seem to be in at all times yeah you know you see it one way life's fucking heavy you're dealing with shit that's being made up all day. False evidence is appearing real. You're a wreck. You're having the physiological, the emotional feeling of fear with no apparent threat. You're just being a, like a slight electrocution all day by the mental state saying, what if? Yes, you're a fucking slave. You're a slave being played with by the slave master. That's what you are. Our whole day, this whole day could be ruined by one thought about something else. Do you think that thought has that power? We have that power. We have that power. Our power is being misdirected by the mental state and it's being used by the mental state to make shit that's never happened seem to have happened already. Yeah? There is a possibility of being free. And it's not a journey that you're going to finally arrive at. It's your inherent condition. If you, the horse you're using to travel to get to where you want to go, get off the fucking dead horse and you'll realize you are the other shore. You think they were sadistic, these people that say this? Do you think some sadist, sadistic guy in a cave? wrote this mantra, gone, 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 to the other shore. <laughs> Upon arriving, on having never left, fuck you. <laughs> you know, no, it was obvious. And he tried to send a little message to us. So maybe while we're building the raft and getting the gear ready and da, 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 maybe the, the, the whole journey could be aborted, yeah? Maybe you can use the raft at a platform you swim to, jump on and jump into a lovely water all day. Who knows? It could have a different use than being used to get to another shore. The seeker is the sort. Was that some sadistic saint? You know, after flagellating himself, he said, how can I fuck people in the future? The seeker is the sort. Yeah. Do you think... The message 
about you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha was for anyone other than the Buddha? Obviously. Was it for Z? Was it for Paul? Was it for Tony? Just to drive Z, Paul, and Tony more insane? You know? Am I using the Buddha to seek the, you know? Fucking, we'd have a new guilt. The, the guilt of using the Buddha to seek the Buddha. Fucking what more? Do we need any more of that? No. It was a message to the Buddha of which we are. That it was a message to that which we are through this which we're not. It wasn't meant for Tony to hear the message. You can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. It was meant for the Buddha to hear the message and then look at Tony in a new light. Yeah, that's basically the direction of the message. Yeah, this isn't for Tony to have some new fucking novel philosophy, non-duality. It isn't. It's to get through Tony, not to Tony, to get through Tony, hit that unsuspecting inner resource, the innermost, whatever you want to call it, but it's not a mental activity, to hit that with the clear message, hey, you may not be that, yeah? So let's say if you're busily using the Buddha to seek the Buddha and you hear this message, it may allow you to catch yourself right in the act. You'll go, what? That's exactly what I've been doing for 30 years. Ah, far out. Yes? The bus stops and you get off. Yeah, that's the beauty of it. It's not like, oh, this is such an interesting statement. No, it's meant to be applied to see if that's exactly what you were or not doing. Yeah? That's the message. The message is not, oh, that's an interesting, the seeker is the sort. No, it's meant for the seeker to let it in, in a sense to get disputed immediately. What? Because obviously the whole premise of seeking is you're not the sort. Or why would you seek? <laughs> why? It would make no sense. If I have a pair of pants and I'm seeking a pair of pants, maybe it would be better if someone said, hey, you already have a pair of pants on. I go, oh, thank you. That would immediately, I wouldn't be looking in the drawers for any more pants. I was looking for the pants because I didn't think I had any on. Once someone po points it out, I go, well, I don't keep going through the, you know, the dresser. <laughs> what? I mean, I just got the message. Hey, you got pants on already. All right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, bro. Yeah. Why are you trying to become spiritual? You are spirit. Oh, it hits me. And I just see my, my last eight years of living, and I realize that's exactly what I've been doing. I've, I've been trying to become spiritual while at, at every moment I am spirit. Hey, okay. Hey, my Darcy, it is me. Drop. Uh, yeah. I just want to remind Z you. On the line. Mike, I'm hearing Z, so. You know, wouldn't it, don't you feel if it landed, it would drop? I would hope so. You know, there's a famous uh, story that Ramanus said once, and I'm not going to get it uh, probably perfectly right, but he was talking about a woman who had a beautiful necklace. Yes, beautiful necklace. She loved it. It, made, it was a very important part of her life. And then one day she loses the necklace. She loses the necklace. And she goes into sort of like a depression. Yes, yeah, she's bummed out. 
I lost the necklace. And she starts complaining and talking to friends and they all feeling sort of, you know, sad for her, but whatever. And then they go, hey, can you please help me look for the necklace? So then they start going like a posse looking for the necklace. Where were you last time? But on and on and on and on. And then they hear that there's a guy who says he's found a necklace. Yeah. And why don't we go to the meeting and see if he found the necklace? So we go to the meeting and he talks about finding a necklace. Obviously none of us have yet, but he's found the necklace. So this is what I would do if you want to find the necklace. And so they set off a course of action. I practice, we practice, the lady practices, but still the, the, the necklace is lost. So, so suddenly another person comes in and says, hey, feel around your neck. And she feels around the neck and there's the necklace. Yeah. So now suddenly she's ecstatic. I found the necklace. But in fact, she didn't find the necklace because it had never left the freaking neck. Yeah. The assumption was she lost the necklace. That was not true. Taking that to be true, it set her out on a course to find the necklace. When she believed she lost the necklace, which it wasn't lost, she was bummed out. And when she believe she suddenly found it again, she was ecstatic, yeah? But none of that, those reactions were based on fact. She had never lost the necklace, yeah? What, you, what would you call that? What would you call if you believe something that isn't gone was gone and it provoked like a bummed out emotion and then when what you believe was gone is suddenly found, and now you're really ecstatic. What you what would you call that but dreaming? Yes? Wouldn't that be dreaming? You believe you're dreaming something that has never been lost, has been lost, and then you're dreaming and hoping to find it to get the joy of finally find finding that which was never lost. Yeah? So we're in the act of dreaming. We are awakeness, yeah. We are awakeness but we're taking ourselves to be something else that drives us to look for awakeness like that lady was driven to look for her lost necklace. Yeah. But in fact, it was never lost. So the looking for it reinforces the false assumption it was lost. Don't you see it? Don't you see our role in things? By when we start looking for what's not lost, it seems to be freaking lost to us. Yeah. This is the message. Feel around your neck. Yeah. Have you lost consciousness? You believe you've you've left the whatever, but you haven't left the qualities. Seeing consciousness is that which is seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching. You haven't lost any of that. Yeah. So the whole assumption that sets all of these journeys afoot is false. What more do you need? At least start there. At least let's negate what isn't true and then find out what is true. Instead of trying to find out what is true by what ain't true. Let's just see it ain't true and then we'll find out what's so. Yeah. That's sort of the correction. And when, if it hits you in a, in a strong way or whatever, I tell you, it tells you it's always been this way. It's what it does. When you arrive at the other shore, you realize you've never left. 
Yes. It doesn't like, I arrived at the other shore and then five years later, no. As soon as you arrive at the shore, it tells you, you never left. It's always been, you, you are the, you are a citizen of the other shore. Yeah. And enough of us have gone, gone, gone. I would say some of us, if we wrote that mantra, it would have been gone, 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 gone. And we would have had 20 different tour guides, gone, 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 gone. And then yet the same thing occurs when you arrive at the other shore, you realize you never left. Yes, basically it was the other shore traveling to the other shore. <laughs> and the longer the journey, the more, the more you're in a sense of delusion. <laughs> and then maybe you'll find you don't want to be spiritual. Seriously. You may not want to be spiritual as a spirit. You may not. <laughs> you may not. <laughs> you may just find, hey, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but I'll tell you, to me, this idea is like the Rock of Gibraltar. It is, it is, uh, it's like the infinite North Star. It's just, And you'll know it. You'll feel it in your gut. It's not like, oh, I have to seek an authority to verify this. No, you fucking don't. You'll feel it in your gut. You'll know before you ever knew anything. Yeah. So. All right, Mike. Yeah. I could go on and on, but I, yeah, let's go to open the squares. Open the squares. Anyone, anybody want to raise their little hands in their little squares? <laughs> I'd like to have a garage door for each square let's keep a, with a remote. I could keep them in. <laughs> Anyone who had a question, I'd keep the door closed. So they finally realize they're the answer. Yeah. Oh, uh, Jay LaRue wants to ask a question. Uh, do you know how to unmute yourself? Can you hear me? Yes. All right. Um, well, first, I just want to say uh, thank you because you saved me a lot of fucking time. Um, I traded in the cooker and the rig for uh, the Bodhisattva journey back in 2013. I went from Johnny Thunders to to fucking Ram Dass in like a, at a couple of days. And uh, so I was doing all kinds of practices, staring at candles for 10 hours, fire casino shit. And uh, somehow I came across you in 2016. And uh, I thought, oh, this is kind of interesting. And uh, something happened 
And uh, long story short, I canceled the uh, 10 day Guanca retreat that I was going to. And uh, um, I don't know, the idea of uh, stabilizing, you know, you were talking about that at the beginning. Um, like I started, I started fucking with like Harding's practices and stuff. And I thought that, wow, I'm starting to like coax the philosopher's stone out of the matrix or something. You know, I wanted to arrive at this Omega point. And uh, I was seeing that there was thought-based way of being in the world and also being here with what's present. So I was like, oh, wow, I'm on to awakening, you know? And I was able to like, kind of like modulate that back and forth. I'd be driving and I'd be me as I was always driving. And then it would be like me driving and the world's like pouring in at me. And I thought, oh, cool. Now I just got to purify or something, you know, and I can really get this thing right. And then I realized that even that idea of, of it stabilizing is just another appearance in consciousness. And then when it was like that, right when I realized that, that's when I said, all right, I'm not going to go to this 10 day going retreat. I think I, I got a it's kind of an understanding. And now that we're in quarantine and all that, it's like, if it wasn't for hearing the message, the way you presented it, I mean, I, there is a good chance I'd be staring at a fucking candle for 10 hours, but instead I'm playing the garden with my girlfriend. I'm, uh, re learning, relearning old Johnny Thunder's licks, you know, that I played as a kid playing my guitar and I'm actually enjoying that time. And that metaphor that you gave about like love's knocking at your door and you're like, get the fuck out of here. I'm trying to meditate. That was totally me, you know? And I just wanted to thank you for that. Um, yeah, I, I, uh, I guess the question is more about like a lot of people, Eckhart Tolle, Adi Shanti, they want to like dress this thing up like it's this, like you're gonna arrive at some omega point or whatever, and um, it's like they're. Do it seems like a lot of people in the non-duality world are doing people a, a disservice. You know, it's a. Uh, um, you know, it, it's like, I don't know, man. I just want to thank you because, uh, you know, uh, you saved me a lot of time. And, and one more thing really quick. When I type in Zen Bitch Slap and YouTube and Google, you know that there's a lot of people out there that don't have a sense of irony. And so the algorithms make you type out the whole thing. You know, that might be hurting you. Here's my sales pitch. Change from Zen Bitch Slap to... <laughs> bypassing spirituality <laughs> you said that one time man it cracked me up man because there's so many people that I'm, you know i'm a social worker and I, so many people are just all about spiritual emergency bypass your spiritual bypassing you can't you know whatever yeah yes. it's like fuck man uh what you want to do yeah <laughs> i call it a it's on the a highway of life it's called a spiritual bypass <laughs> yeah. drive, drive around all the dead vehicles <laughs> <laughs> bypassing spirituality all right you know yes. yeah <laughs> bypassing spirituality yes <laughs> at I least that would that. show up you know when you go you type in bypass spit in the up oh, there it is you click you may right have off. an ulterior motive with the zen bitch slap anyway okay wow. yeah it doesn't uh yeah <laughs> we've always been We've been always been uh, uh, putting roadblocks in our own organizational growth. <laughs> I'll tell you what, you know what? I used to listen to 
when I first discovered you, I was very much on the path, you know, so I was listening, I was going back listening and I, and I still could say that I probably listen to Zen Bitch Slap at least twice a week still, but it's not because I'm trying to get, you know, yeah. to yeah. be fucking Yogananda. It's like, it's like more, the humor is great and it's a kind of a reminder. And I still like Harding too. I still, you know, every once in a while I'll open up on having no head, check it out. Cause it kind of just reminds you, you know, you can get, I still get lost in you know the stories and shit but i'm just not identified with it or whatever and it's just like what else did i ever want exactly yes and i like harding the way he writes yeah yeah i think on having no head yeah uh yeah so and the pointers yeah, are yeah, the thing is this isn't like see it's only the action figure would starve itself from start saying out of some weird aesthetic you know view yeah mm -hmm. Uh, with this is uh, you know like almost like non-duality puritanism or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's so it's weird, man. It's weird. It's nice to see you, Jay. Finally, live. Thanks a lot. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. Thanks, Jay. And by the way, you can type in Paul Head and it'll fill in and go to Zen Bitch Slap anyway. It's a little shorter. <laughs> see, and then see, and Harding's argument would be on having no head. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm cut out of there already. I like that. <laughs> that was a future prophecy. He's trying to tell you, I'm having no head. Paul <laughs> <All> head. <laughs> well, the funny thing is when I first started getting into Harding, I was like, all right, cool. Now I know. As soon as my head fucking disappears, I'm going to be there. And everything is, I'm going to be like Eckhart Tolle, you know, just loving gays. Everything's blissed out. And that's just, you know, looking back, the credulity is just, you know, well, embarrassing. Yeah. It's really embarrassing, you know. Well, yeah. Yeah, but that's <laughs> one of the... That leads to a huge amount of humor. Yeah. yeah, I don't think I don't think like they used to say. You know, this is the the drama of life. I would much see it more as a comedy of life in a totally. way. That son of, uh, I mean, even the stuff that was so terrible. If you live through it, you laugh like hell about it later, because, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So who who's Sonia? Sonia G. Yeah. Hi, I'm Sonia. Um, Paul, thank you so much. Um, I said before I've seen you speak in Studio City, and I've come on a few times, and I have a few of your books. But um, the reason that I um, raised my little hand there was um, you said a few things that. Um, just really impacted me uh, in an emotional, on an emotional level, which uh, I think is a beautiful thing. And one of the things you said is, I'm inherently okay. More is not enough. I'm awake to being awake. Um, you are spirit and negate what isn't true and discover what is true. The, um, that, just moved me because um, I uh, always 
before recovery was always in fear and um and and the message that i'm hearing from you is there's nothing to be afraid of except the delusion or the dreaming that um what is real what isn't real is real that is the only thing to be afraid of am i understanding you correctly all i know is that i feel um more than okay right now and i want to thank you for that well thank you thank you for that share and uh you know we also lowball the message you know traveling light and you know uh, you'll be okay. You will really be okay at times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Sonia. Very nice. Nice clarity of whatever. I'm in a great mood today. <laughs> you, you, you seem very light. <laughs> All right, thank you, Sonia. Yeah. All right, who's uh who's next? Thanks Gary for these stairs. You know, it's a very uh yeah, Zoom has been a Zoom is a trippy platform. But I find uh, maybe because I'm not meeting you live, I'm fine. I'm feeling a strong fondness to everybody. <laughs> That's good. All right. So who? Gary C. Yeah. All right. Gary. Hi. Hey, can Gary. You hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Hi. <clears throat> So uh, I was thinking this morning during my quiet time about how you talk about, um, see if I can say it right, how self-knowledge avails us nothing, but knowledge of self. Um, yes. And I was just curious about that. Um, you know, it's like, I get that knowledge, you know, like you, you say that there's a lot of people out there that know a whole bunch of stuff, but that avails them nothing. And, and, but, but then you say, and here's the, the tricky part with the words, knowledge of self is a helpful thing, but, but it's not head knowledge, right? When you say no. knowledge of self that, that's it may, it may start there it may start there but it usually has enough weight to drop so yeah it's it's a it's an awareness it's a just it's a seeing like you say um, yeah so the self-knowledge avails us nothing comes out of the big book of recovery and the way i see it is if what you're not especially in this topic yeah if what you're not is claiming to have the knowledge of what you are it doesn't avail you anything yes 
because you yeah. are that to begin with. So it's other ways. The knowledge becomes uh, a disservice, a deterrent, yeah, because of the because of the fact that underlies all of non-duality, which is you are what you're looking for, yeah, yeah. So that's why that knowledge doesn't avail you anything because you're you're trying to study these concepts that are presented as what you are as what you're not yeah so it doesn't go anywhere but if you could turn that around and study that that activity of the claiming yeah that activity of of what's implying and assuming what you're not in seeing that that opens up a a lot of possibilities that don't seem available the other way yeah. I guess what's confusing is the similarity of language. You know, it sounds like knowledge, self-knowledge and knowledge of self, they sound like, they, well, they're just different things, you know, just a different turnaround. But thinking about it, it's, it's, it's not the same thing. It's... Um, yes. We use the similar words, but, but, but the awareness is different. Yes. Now you're on to something. Yeah. That's why we emphasize that. It's all how we see things. Yeah, it is. We are that. That's why. When what's representing us as us, something occurs, it affects everything because we're the seeing of everything. Yeah, we're giving everything all the meaning it has. We're, uh, we have a huge role going on here, and we keep getting samples of that but they usually get overrided because self tries to gain it as knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't go anywhere. So when you start having knowledge of self, you'll see why self knowledge doesn't avail you anything. <laughs> That's that doesn't, that comes from knowledge of self. Yeah. Yeah. See what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't come so. from self knowledge. You may know a lot about a lot of shit, but you're not getting that. But the knowledge of that is is has value in my field. My field, yeah, yeah. Just the trick is to hear through the words uh, what you're talking about. Well, yeah, it's not much of a trick. Once you get the flavor of it, it actually becomes pretty seamless. Once you see, it's almost as if you and I have been fed a certain logic, and that logic is very, very claustrophobic. And it doesn't allow a lot of possibilities. So if you keep being, if you are, if your whole finding out in this place is based on that mental logic, it's really, you're not finding out much really. You're just redoing and rehashing and rethinking and refeeling. But if you could see that, that value, yeah. So, uh, you got a little bit, didn't come through there with the audio. Is that, is that my audio missing? Yeah, it was, now I can hear you, yeah. No, okay. I think there was another one that got muted and it's not muting for me. I, I'm mad, you're, but maybe it did, I don't hear him anymore. So sorry, yeah. go ahead. 
but it seems like sometimes, um, like I start out, like I was thinking of, the, I think it's a Bob Dylan line. There's no success like failure, and failure's no success at all. It feels like I'm trying to, you know, succeed <laughs> as a, as what I'm not, and I yeah. fail. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. that's success. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, and BC, that's uh, it's just sort of like the logic, let's say, the logic of uh, recovery. You have it by giving it away. Now, most cocaine dealers don't have that logic. That wouldn't make any sense to their logic. Yeah, why would I fucking give away my cocaine? Yeah. So basically, it's the message always is directed to tickle that one, let's say, call it logic as a comparison. It's not logic, but that one intuitive sense, you know, a knowing before knowing. And its job is to get through the other logic. Now, the other logic believes it's the one that's getting the information and it tries to make it what's logical to it. Now, that can be going on seemingly unbeknownst being known to us and that's the information we try to share the warnings of how that system keeps uh claiming even the evidence of its own non-existence it claims yes yeah so it's constantly constantly and if you don't know it you're going to be looking from it it's going to seemingly be it won't even be anything you're drawn to look at. You'll just assume, oh, yeah, that's the case. It's the case for everybody. It's the case, yeah? This message is just a offer a possibility and then mostly give warnings about the system and how it's going to, uh, the message is going to erupt that system into, it's going to, uh, It's going to provoke that system to show itself, really. I mean, like we talked about it the first few weeks where people, at one point, they start seeing what they just assumed was them, and they see it from another position. And that's a big moment. So now they see what we're using the word self to imply. But then they believe it's them, the real them, seeing that. They don't have, they don't know that that's also self. It's also the selfing claiming the viewing of the selfing. Yeah. So Another this one. is like the warnings we try to share with people because those activities are happening and what's really going to be, and they happen and have effects in the state of us not knowing it. Now they'll happen and may not have effects with the state of us knowing. Yeah. With us being awake, the shit that gets created or made out of all that, those assumptions will be severely limited. Yeah, because we are, you know, we play a huge role, not as a person, but as what we are. So it's the case is without knowing it, a lot of shit gets permission to go off. So if you just change, well, knowing it, yeah, not knowing it as self, but knowing it, seeing it, that 
has a huge effect on what's going to come after without knowing it, yeah? <laughs> if you just change that one little part of the equation, so without knowing it, I ended up in all these fucked up situations. I didn't see my role in things. I'm now in jail for 40 years. Oh, that sort of seems like a, that's fucked. So what about knowing it? Oh, before you ended up in jail for 40 years. Far out, yeah. So the whole so, point is, is we're, we're just, we're stating a new fact that you're awake. And now let's become awake to a lot of shit that we haven't, entertain the possibility of being awake to that's all the awakeness is all there we're not saying anything about that but let's build on that yeah it's a sound foundation so now here's what here is how what you're not gets gets presented as what you are is you can see it i i've seen it you know i've seen a number of it yeah and so you can share that from the the platform of awakeness as being an inherent condition and all right let's see what's going on yeah so that maybe it won't be able to fulfill its mission yeah and jackpot us into a situation we never wanted to be in and or doing something we never wanted to do so let's just see see what happens yeah i yeah. i'm telling you the best uh oh all the information we're sharing hopefully is based on the platform of life light yeah awareness mm -hmm. yeah we're not talking about awareness we're talking about what we're not aware of so that we can become a we're not become aware of that we don't we don't become aware we are aware we're pointing out what we can become aware of which is the thief and the policeman routine so how the mental state keeps freaking claiming life and giving us an interpretation based on its fucking myopic view. Yeah, it doesn't give us much to work with. It really doesn't. Yeah. And so many of us are driven to get loaded. to try to get out of it, really. I mean, there is just rampant addiction here, rampant. I mean, alcohol and drugs is just a minor. There's rampant addiction. So... This is just about, all right, you are the light that you're using to look for light. Yeah, let's get that done. Get that out of the way. Okay, that gets, that's established. You don't establish it. It's established. And now from there, start looking, start seeing. And what you're going to see is a lot of what you're not. And a lot of what you're not is implying it's about you, which you're not. And therefore, all of it's, shackles and definitions and logic and this is how it is all of that that we feel like we can't get out of now you can see that you were never in that's the beauty of the message mm. yeah. yeah that's the beauty of the message is and it wouldn't be enough to all right hey telling someone they're awake doesn't get through it doesn't yeah telling a lion that it's a lion doesn't get through because there's something going on that has seemingly convinced the lion it's a sheep. And without addressing that, you're never gonna be the lion. You're gonna try to be the lion like a sheep, yeah? You're gonna, you're gonna limit the qualities of a lion and fit the sheepness, yeah? And you're gonna think, oh, I'm okay, but I won't be tomorrow, so, so we can keep pledging allegiance to the sheep herd, yeah? 
oh, don't worry. I really feel incredibly good, but I'm going to be fucked up next week. I'm just like everyone else. There's this unbelievable tyranny we're living under. We keep tithing to it. We keep fucking giving it attention in it. We don't, but there's just a... Uh, hmm. If the action figure is going to have to have a master, there's, you know, look at how the other master has treated you. Do you want to live by that direction? Well, there is a possibility. Yeah, there is. It's not going to be as that. You're not going to rehabilitate it. You're not going to make it, you know, your friend, but you're going to get space. You're going to see it from a new point, not its own point, but a point. Yeah a pointless point and in seeing that you're going to come to some damn fucking important conclusions i'm not that and in seeing that that triggers the possibility of being aware as awareness not being aware as paul but being aware as awareness yeah that's the whole point of this of the of the talks is to because the deep mental grooves, you'll be, you'll be, you'll, you'll seemingly, seemingly, it will keep telling you, you've fallen into the rut again, fallen into the rut again. And then, but it's, you know, and the self will appear as the policeman, it will appear as the thief, it will appear as the, you know, the tow truck driver. It's going to claim whatever, what, it's just constantly in its little show, it's just, one character playing all the characters. Yeah. Mm. It's whole, it's whole magic trick is it's wardrobe change. It's it just constantly, there's an assumption. It's you talking about all the yous you've discovered. Aren't you? <laughs> yeah. And so here we are. And, uh, yeah, here we are. So I wanted to just mention that, a, a lot of times I, I you say something i can't even replace i don't even know what the word is but it like something in my head just goes turned around and, and it's like confusion i think what's happened is you are you're where you said confused what i'm not and yes. <laughs> and i try to own but i can't but it but it's sort of like it's it's permanently confused, really, at, at this yes. point. Yes, great. It's sort of like in this world, language is like the gun of the of the selfing. We're using its own gun on it. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna overwhelm it with verbal jazz so that it falls back into the real theme of things. Yeah. 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 I give up. Yeah. Great. <laughs> 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 anyway, thanks. Thank you, Gary. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thanks, All right. Gary. So, Melanie? I can't. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Paul, I was just wondering I'm, you've mentioned about, you know, chasing the spiritual journey can be addic addiction. It's like swapping addictions as you go along in your recovery. And I'm probably kind of been in that phase for some time. So now I'm listening to you and thinking, I'm getting this, and then you say something else, and I think, I've got a clue what he's on about now. 
I'm thinking I'm getting there with the understanding and then it just slips away. So the question is, if you, if, if, if you wish to share on this part, is at what point when you were chasing the spiritual journey, because you've mentioned about meditating for 13 hours and blah, 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 blah and retreats, at what point did this different realisation come to you where you stopped chasing that spiritual journey? like an addiction you mean what point in time yeah well what was it that changed in you that suddenly right i'm stopping all that and i don't here know I am. like uh always really it was an observation that i had stopped all that i didn't make i didn't make a declaration i'm stopping all that i just noticed i stopped all that Right, so for me, it's like we've talked about the sheeples, or rather you've talked about the sheeples, as I call it, you know, like following the sheep and all that, like, media stuff and everything else. So because I don't want all that and being indoctrinated and led the way I'm supposed to be thinking as a sheeple. So I've gone off into this other kind of venture but yet, I don't want to go back into that by be, by not being in this one. Do you get me? I'm having a little trouble with the sound of the of it. But all right, sorry. So just say it again. So, you you're afraid of uh, the sheeple. Yeah, I don't want to be you know brainwashed into what society wants me to be. I want to be my own person and think for myself. But I'm more inclined to. Lean, because I don't like, like all that stuff and being indoctrinated, I lean more to like a free-thinking spiritual side, which I get into all these different ideas and concepts. But you're, what I'm understanding is if you, you're saying, stop all that, because that's like an addictive, because you're already there. But then that leaves me back into that other world of being a sheeple. Well, no, no, but I'm not saying stop all that. I'm just showing that there could be a concurring activity that's thwarting what you think is your agenda by doing all that, yes. In other words, something else may be giving it a meaning that you're not aware of, yeah? So that's what, see, my feeling when I met spirituality, I thought spirituality sort of had a built-in immunity to any kind of bullshit because it was such a noble calling. But I, I found that not to be true. And I've spoken at a lot of different spiritual groups and I can see that addictive quality finding a home there, yeah? I'm not saying it's, con it's always mm -hmm. gonna be that way, but it's prevalent. It's pretty much a, if you looked at it as a, as a cockroach, as an infestation, so to speak. Yeah, so that's what I'm talking about. The idea, see, I'm questioning the idea of the one that's afraid of being a sheeple and the one that's afraid of something else. I don't believe there's that one, yeah. Yes, that's what we're really talking about because see, what was stated this is how I see it. So there was a statement of something. The head claimed that statement to imply Melanie. Melanie gets presupposed before the statement. Now, Melanie doesn't want to be a sheeple. Yeah? 
Mm -hmm. I don't, I'm questioning Melanie, the idea of Melanie. So maybe you'll lose interest in uh, not being a sheeple. And then you'll realize you're not wanting to be a sheeple as part of being a sheeple. <laughs> and things will, things will open up more. That's all. I'm just saying. But yeah. I don't care yeah. about. I don't care. I'm not telling people to stop doing anything or start doing anything. I'm just questioning the idea of the doer and the starter and the stopper, really. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> again, I'm speaking. I'm not speaking to two audiences, but it looks like two audiences. I'm trying to just to speak to what you are. Yeah. Uh -huh. Using the language of what you're not. Yeah. So that's, it's a weird thing. So the language of what you're not is there to keep what you're not busy so that the message can get through to what you are. That basically is the strategy of it. it. I didn't come up with it. I've observed it over the year. Yeah. So the words I forget immediately, the feeling of the talk, I never forgotten. But the words I forget all the time because the words aren't the importance of it. The words yeah. are kind of confuse what we're not, yeah, try to overwhelm it with thinking. And then mm. hopefully there'll be a gap where there'll be a recognition mm. and that the feeling that, or a sense that's being conveyed by being in the sense will get through. And because mm. you're in the sense, there'll be real communication from mm. sense of that to sense of that, yeah? Mm. That's the, what's really going on. This is just a huge charade to keep the fucking action figure busy trying to figure shit out or not. What the hell is he talking yeah, about? Yeah. I, whatever. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Get through. Yeah. And, uh, you know, instead of like, you know, being in prison and all your letters get edited before you get them, we're going to get a, <laughs> the message is going to get through. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I'm concerned yeah. with, uh, what, when Melanie is spoken, what does, what is it implying? Because I don't believe what it implies, the language and what's yapping in it. I don't believe what it implies is what's so. I don't. Yeah, I just don't. So I'm always interested in uh, not what Melanie's doing or not doing, but in the idea of Melanie being the doer or the not doer. That's where I'm more interested in. Yeah. And then the other, the doing and the not doing works themselves out. They really do. Yeah. I just want to see, I mean, if we're on a, if we're on a game board and the game board, knowing it or not, is defined by the square zero, I think as the boot and the Eiffel Tower, it would be nice to know, you know, yeah, I start at square zero, not Baltic place or, you know, whatever. I just feel like it just then blue becomes blue and everything becomes clear, yeah? Because we're living under a lot of assumptions that aren't true, they're just not. And the, the yes. biggest one is the, the idea of the one who has all the assumptions. That's the biggest assumption. And I don't, you know, there's tons of people that'll help you, you know, weaken the assumptions, affect those assumptions. I don't give a shit about the plethora of assumptions that are based on that original assumption. I give. That's what I care. That's what I'm interested in, is in the original. Yeah. The, I don't want to become a, 
you know, having a fucking wild garden and be, you know, cult, you know, be a, the landscaper of it. I don't want to fucking try to put a wild garden, put shape on it. I just want to see what's happening. Yeah. From what's happening, not from a fucking story about what happened and what's going to happen. I just want to see it. And I have, and I do. Yeah. That's what I want. All my desire for transcendence got totally blown out of the water because I truly believe this is an imaginary place. This is dreaming. Yeah. And I also believe my wanting to get out of it made it as real as real can be. My wanting to escape made the prison seem real. Yeah. That's yeah. I, that logic has been seamless all the way since that logic of, Hey, I can't get out of an imaginary place is the logic is what I'm trying to talk about comparing it to another logic, the mental logic. It's that it's like, Hey, I don't need to get into the moment. I can never be out of the moment. There you go. That's that works. I don't need to constantly get out of self. I've never been in self. That works. Yeah. Before I was based on the other way. I thought I was out of a lot of moments. Yeah. Mm. And then so therefore, as soon as I got a taste, I wanted to practice spirituality to get into the moment. And then the whole idea of getting out of self was I really believed I was in self. And then getting out of self, don't you on the see? that getting out of self seems to reinforce self. It's just obvious. If you look, when you, when you let their self, let's say, and you got a car and then you hit the gas and you speed up and you look in the rearview mirror, it seems to be even closer. <laughs> you never seem to get away from it. <laughs> Why? Well, <laughs> that's what I'd like to find out. Yeah. Why is it that all my efforts never fucking succeeded? I mean, I shot Coke truly at the, as, a, as a spiritual vehicle. I shot Coke to put my mental, physical condition to such a point of near death that I thought there would be a break of that identification with the physical and mental, and I would see spirit. It didn't work. <laughs> I can't get out of an imaginary thing as an imaginary thing. That's the logic I live under now. Yeah. So what happens? I'm not making much effort in that, uh, that direction anymore. I don't try to get out of me as me. I don't mm -hmm. ever. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. done. I don't, it's like, Oh, I don't, it doesn't happen. <laughs> because just like I had a, a, just, I was convinced of the condition. I was convinced of a fact, March 21st, 1988. I had been living in denial of that fact since I was about six years old. It didn't change the fact, but the, it sure changed the effects of it when I realized the fact, yeah? That I'm not managerial quality and I'm fucked, yeah? <laughs> that, that allowed a lot of new possibilities. Well, I was in denial of that. Well, I believe there's a much, 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 much more basic denial going on right now. The Course in Miracles captures it on, a, I think, page 468. It says, uh, firm in faith in what you're not 
an act of denying what you are, yeah, you obviously take what you're not to be you. That's what happens, paraphrasing it. That's the activity, yeah? So we're it, we're it, yeah? Either we have faith in what we're not, or we have faith in the infinite. It's going to do something wherever it goes, yeah? And I definitely know what you're not can profess it's going to turn it, its faith over to the infinite. It's just more faith in what you're not. That is clear. And hopefully it's clear to any recovered alcoholic. So now something is going to allow that shift, and it ain't going to be what you're not, yeah? <laughs> and then you'll find yourself trusting something infinite. Woo! But not as what you're not. Not as what you're not. Yeah. You'll be entrusting, it'll be a verb, trusting something infinite. You won't be doing it as a noun. No freaking way. There'll be faith in something infinite. Yes? And it will be an activity. The noun has nothing to fucking to do with it. That's where, that's what happens. The faith in the noun is moved to the faith in the infinite, yeah? You don't go along, you get left behind in a sense. What you're not doesn't come along. It's not like, you know, Buckaroo and his sidekick. There's no sidekick. Buckaroo realizes he was never the sidekick. He never knows, doesn't need the sidekick. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. Let's do one more, I guess, eh? Is that okay? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Melanie. Fantastic. Yes, thank you, Melanie. Anybody else want to raise their hand? James. Hi, James. James. Hey, man, I just wanted to chime in because I like to. Um, but I really appreciate what all the other squares were talking about. I can identify so much with it. Um, I, I mean, I don't, I think it, when I was at my brokest and facing legal problems, I was trying to figure out how to go on a 10 day intensive. <laughs> yeah. Cause that would fix everything. But what I noticed, um, and I just wanted to share because it, it, it seems to kind of come up, uh, in this a lot is that. Um, when the urge to drink went away, it was like when a headache goes away, you don't know exactly when it happened. You can just all of a sudden realize you're no longer under the urge to drink all the time. It's like you notice it after the fact. And a lot yeah, of this yeah. traveling lighter seems to be like that. All of a sudden I notice the aspects of myself that used to be a big problem just don't seem to be as much of a problem anymore. It just, it's kind of an after the fact um noticing which you know i always wanted some big awakening thing <laughs> and i mean i've had some experiences and stuff like that but but really just noticing at some point i'm not under the influence of certain mental habits anymore is is awesome really it's yes yeah that's the, and i really just did it by that like that guy said i was like a square a square j dude <laughs> I just listened to the, your videos for about five years or four years. And then all of a sudden, uh, oh, I'm not going into porcupine mode over this anymore. Or yeah. know, like by this resentment I had for 47 years. <laughs> anyway, 
But Jim, let me share with you. The same thing has happened here. The mess. This this is not. The message is not Paul's message, obviously. Yeah, we know that. But uh, I wish I could uh, share about it clearer, but that which can notice you know, and observe the, the repository of noticing and observing. Yes, I'm not that, nor is it, it's just a clear, it's just clear. Yeah. So remember this message is all of ours. Yeah. Yes. That's the only, The easiest message to deliver is a message that's already a fact. Yes. It's already a fact. Basically, the weight of the message is more about the warnings concerning how the message seems to be co-opted, seems to be the important word. It's appearing as if it's been forgotten or something like that. It hasn't. But yes, in this illusory event, which is dreaming, that which we are is, is dreaming it's not. Yeah. So there you go. So then we we try to point out the warnings of how the dreamt is going to be constantly reasserted. Yeah. Especially in this venue, because this is the dreaming. Yeah. And just to allow that to be noticed so that it doesn't it can't follow through on its effect, so to speak. And then you start seeing it as mechanical and uh, and you just see it a lot of ways. Yeah, it just keeps seeing more and more. And, uh, and all the downloads I've had is how to really basically, the download is a talk. It's attempting to express the inner, it's trying to express in a way that can get through you to you, yeah? That's why we didn't go the loving gaze way, because I figured when there's the loving gaze, the head regroups, yeah? I figured it'd have to be not, oh, here's a glass of water, take your time drinking it. No, you wanna fucking, oh, get them wet, like fast, so they can't seem to breathe, like almost spiritual waterboarding, yeah? So da, 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 da. And then that which is, is noticed, yes, or yeah, whatever it does, and it works, yeah. And so when you share or Jay share or other people share that it's worked, you know, it's awesome. It's not like it's, it's a joy to see it working, but I know it works, yeah. <laughs> and the added joy is to see it working, yeah. It's, it's awesome because I know it's brought about a traveling lighter for everyone that's entertained it, seriously. Yeah. And really, what more, you know, as an action figure, what better thing to be used for than delivering good news? Yeah. Yeah. So, because I used to deliver a lot of shitty news. <laughs> so, I'm happy my paper route changed. Yeah.
<laughs> so, hey, I'm gonna, what time is it now? Wait, Joyce has a good question. Or something. What time is it, Mike? It's two, I mean, a three. All right, one more, eh, Joyce, all right. I think I'm thinking better of it, but all right, let's Joyce. <laughs> well, who knows what? Who, Joyce, can you unmute yourself? Well, I'll unmute you. Okay, I unmuted you. Oops, I think we're both doing it at the same time. Joyce, where are you? Yeah. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay, I will go on. Oh, there's Glenda, know... Glenda O'Driscoll. Yes. Okay, go ahead. I've been listening to your talks for many, many, many years, and I hear what other people are saying, and I couldn't agree more in terms of it taking me off my, you know, I got to look at the candles or meditate 14 hours or whatever it is. That's great. However, at the same time, I'd say I don't see any problem with your approach in going to a Goenka retreat. I think a Goenka retreat is fantastic because it's like uh, wanting to get into shape. And going to boot camp and someone's making you do all this crap you can take it leave whatever but you're basically in a place by 12 hours and it's i mean it's a good discipline if you're wanting it so i don't really see you know following you is not doing that following you i don't even know what that means but you know yeah. that's it I, I probably should stop usually you tell me i go on too long so yeah, thank you. Uh, great. Uh, so I don't know what you actually said. I would because the phone rang. So can you say it again? About yeah. the previous questions, no not, not to comment on other people's, but in previous conversations, yeah. there were remarks about, and I get it that your kind of focus not on practices, not on trying to achieve something we're already there. I won't repeat it. Is um kind of enough to make someone not want to go on a retreat. But I would throw in there my two cents is, if I get a chance to go to especially a Goenka retreat because it's free and it's boot camp and there's not a lot of talking, that it's not in any way not aligned with what you're saying. It's just, an, it's just like if I needed to get into good shape, I could go to a you know, boot camp and do exercises and all that. So I think Goenka, is a great place to just sit by yourself and shut up and it makes you do it so see exactly joyce you're pointing out something good though the too behind it. Sorry, go ahead. the goenka retreats meaning doesn't come from the goenka retreat it comes what's before it yeah so yeah. the theming person before it the goenka retreat could be a great service or it could be a disservice right yes that's the thing yeah that's the point and yeah. you'll to find out yourself that's the point you start finding out yourself you don't have to ask 20 people should i shouldn't go you know i you know and if you don't go it's it fine and if you go it's fine yes do you know so it's yeah. never that the event itself is neutral in a way. We give it the meaning it has. Yeah. And then that which gives it the meaning will give the meaning it has while it's going on. And they'll make a different meaning of it when it's over. Yeah. Yes, it does. I remember when I was young and I'd go out on the weekend, get, get drunk and everything like that, piss on the bed, 
get, you know, fucking arrested. When I went to school, I'd say, oh, we had a great time. Yeah. It wasn't a great time at all. It sucked the whole weekend. But in the head just gives it a new meaning and goes on and on and on and on. So I'm trying to point out how important what where you are is because yeah. you're giving what comes after you the meaning it has. And some of our meaning we're giving it is that that which comes after can really fuck with me now. Yeah? This is the dilemma. So now yeah. if you see what you're not from what you are, you will see the statement and know it's true, even though it doesn't pan out, but the principle's true. You and out you and I outshine everything. You and I outshine circumstances and situations. That's the possibility. Yeah. Now, if that hits something like, I feel like I'm a victim of circumstances and situations, you may have now just discovered what you're not. Yes, this is the yeah. point. Goenka, no Goenka, I don't give a shit. What I care <laughs> about is just to know what's going on here, to know it, to know the mental state's mechanisms, to know it a little bit so that, uh, we don't live in a 90% of without knowing it and then about 8% of drip, drip, drip information, which usually comes after all these tons of consequences we would have loved to have avoided maybe, yeah? In like I mean, recovery, it's sort of like in recovery, you live a consequential level. You don't know something's gonna Yes? At least now, then you're suddenly, you can see everything from the blueprint room. So before you get caught with a house with a terrible mortgage, you know, symbolically, and then you're trying to, how am I gonna get out of this? It fucking seems impossible. You'll see the house in a blueprint form and you won't move in it. All right, that's it for me. Nice to see right, you. Hey, hey, I just wanted to say something quick. Who? Jay. Jay. Yeah, really, yeah, really quick. I was just going to say, you know, if your intention of going to a Goenka retreat is that you're going to have this experience that somehow you can map onto your body and your mind, then that's a false assumption there. If somebody wants to go yeah. hang out and have the retreat, go ahead and do it. But, uh, you know, yeah. it, you think yeah. the experience is going to be so rad. I would say five dried grams of psilocybin mushrooms will have <laughs> looking for the break, the spiritual break before you're looking for the accelerator, which that's what these Goenka retreats and IMS and all of them are doing. That's all I got. I've, I've tried all those two and I'm still- hey, you, guys can, you guys can fight it out after the talk. <laughs> Save your money. Yeah. We'll have some, we'll have some uh, wrestling, yes. <laughs> spiritual wrestling. I give up, no mas. All right. No, but it's hey, so fun because we're along. Getting some calls, so just hold on a minute, and I'll be right there. I gotta return it because I got two like demanding calls. I'll be right there. Entertain us, Mike. <laughs> well, I was just thinking about how. In our talking, it's the mind is always jumping from one thing to another. It's a dual pair. So, like for me, there's nothing wrong with me by itself. It could mean just the experience of life as this individual. But the four 
that that is for something is what drives the me crazy because <laughs> it's not present it's not simple it's not expected right so i was just i found that entertaining for me for me for me <laughs> so otherwise you get otherwise the me thinks it's self-centered and then it goes goes down that hole you know you could just so if it's better to just look at the four the purposing thinking that something's always down the road you know that's more helpful for me to see that time aspect hey mike i'm gonna say hey jess jess lockhart from uh ireland nice to see you we got glenda from ireland also i'm just gonna say hello to everyone and then take off i think for a while yeah okay all right uh let's say bone again how are you honey all's well yes judith Blissing out in Hawaii, fantastic. Vladislav. Hey, oh, hey. Nice, nice to see you. Nice to see you, brother. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Sarah, nice to see you. Gary, fantastic questioning today. Yariv, Richard and Etta. Richard and Etta. Yes. They're parked in their mobile uh, living room. Hi. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> Rich, call me up soon, eh? I will do. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, let me see. We got Johans. Nice to see you again. Imad. Sunny. Sunny, who has to leave living uh leaving in an hour. Yes. All right. We got Mickey. We got Ricardo. A lot of people today. I don't know if I can get to everyone, but just get the message to all of you. Stacy, fantastic. Yahara? Did I say that right? It's Jahida. Hi, Paul. Thank nice. you. Nice to see you. Thank you. We got John here. Nice to see you, Rob. Nice to see you there. Hari, fantastic. Nice to see you, honey. Give us a call. Amelia will be home in a half hour. Maggie, very nice. Somebody's dog, Kelly. It's nice. <laughs> Ricardo, what else? A lot of anonymous people. That's good. And uh, yeah, if I didn't say hello to you, I'm sorry, but uh, it's very nice to see you. We're gonna, we'll be again here Wednesday at seven, Saturdays, 1.30, Tuesdays and Thursdays, 10.30, all of them AM. They're all Pacific time. We do recovery. We're opening up the t-shirt thing on the website. And just check them out if you like. And, uh, and uh, yeah, thanks for all the support, all the people who have supported me. And, uh, yeah, appreciate it very thanks, much. Paul. And also, I really, really appreciate is your attention and interest because that's extremely, extremely valuable. Yeah. Thanks. Richard, nice to see you, Trevino. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah, some of these people met through, throughout in the emails for years. I'm really appreciating the CU call over there. Keith, everybody. I'm back with Judith and, yes, yeah, Sarah. And uh, Mike, let's thank Mike. He's the one who does this. Hmm? Yariv, we got Roma, Roman and Barbara. Thanks for all the support, guys. Donna, thank you. for Yeah. Joyce, thanks. Always good to see you. Christine, 
in Youngstown. You're looking very young, Christine. Yes. <laughs> and don't forget Luna. Luna? Oh, yeah. Hey, Luna. How are you? Yeah. You're blowing kisses. And you know, you're a, your granddad is a little crazy. So. <laughs> yeah, he is. Uh, yeah. He's insane. You're, you're going to know a whole lot when you grow up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We got Sylvester. Nice to see you, Sylvester. Mike again. Very good. Jay, thank you. Tony, fantastic. I hope you're well, Tony. Yeah. Stay in touch. Z, thanks for all the water that you bring into my life. I appreciate it. I'm going to take off. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Right. I gotta, thanks, Paul. I got to hide in the thanks back. Thanks a million, Paul. I got to hide in the back. Amelia, <laughs> kids are coming. <laughs> I'm the Redwoods. <laughs> All right, see ya. See ya, Jay. Right. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Thanks a million. Hey, thanks a lot, Mike. Oh, of course, James. You know, you know it. Yeah. Thank you. All right, what? Well, I love you guys. I got to see the assignment with you all every week. We can't. Yeah, Mike, it's great.